are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. The giraffe, giraffa, camel, opadaralis, is an African even toed ungulate mammal the tallest living terrestrial animal and the largest ruminant. Its species name refers to its camel-like appearance and the patches of color on its fur. Its chief distinguishing characteristics are its extremely long neck and legs its horn-like ossicones and its distinctive coat patterns. It stands 5 to 6 meters or 16 to 20 feet tall and has an average weight of 1600 kilograms or 3500 pounds for males and 830 kilograms or 1800 pounds for females. It is classified under the family Giraffidae along with its closest extant relative, the Okapi. The nine subspecies are distinguished by their coat patterns. The giraffe's scattered range extends from Chad in the north to South Africa in the south and from Niger in the west to Somalia in the east. Giraffes 
usually inhabit savannas, grasslands, and open woodlands. Their primary food source is acacia leaves, which they can browse at heights above which most other herbivores cannot reach. Giraffes are preyed on by lions and calves are also targeted by leopards, spotted hyenas, and wild dogs. Adult giraffes do not have strong social bonds, though they do gather in loose aggregations if they happen to be moving in the same general direction. Males establish social hierarchies through necking, which are combat bouts where the neck is used as a weapon. Dominant males gain mating access to females, which bear the sole responsibility for raising the young. The giraffe has intrigued various cultures, both ancient and modern, for its peculiar appearance and has often been featured in paintings, books, and cartoons. It is classified by the International Union for Conservation of Nature as least concern status, but it has been expatriated from many parts of its former range, and some subspecies are classified as endangered. Nevertheless, giraffes are still fond in numerous national parks and game reserves. The name giraffe has its earliest known origins in the Arabic word zarafa, perhaps from some African language. This name is loosely translated as fast walker. The giraffe is one of only two living species of the family Giraffidae, the other being the Okapi. The family was once much, much more extensive, with over ten fossil genera described. Giraffids first rose 8 million years ago in South Central Europe during the Miocene epoch. The superfamily Giraffiodae 
together with the family Antilocapridae, whose only extant species is the pronghorn, evolved from the extinct family Paleomericiidae. The earliest known giraffid was the deer-like Climacocervarus. While the progressive elongation of the neck and limbs can be found throughout the giraffid lineage, it became more pronounced in genre such as Giraffaroics Paleotragus, which is also possibly the ancestor of the Okapi, and the Samotherium. The Bohelina entered China and northern India millions of years ago in response to climate change. From here, the genus Giraffe evolved and around seven million years ago entered Africa. Further climate changes caused the extinction of the Asian giraffes while the African giraffes survived and radiated into several new species. Giraffe camelopadalis arose around one million years ago in eastern Africa during the Pleistocene. Some biologists suggest that the modern giraffe descended from G. Juma. Others find G. Grisalis a more likely candidate. The main driver for the evolution of the giraffes is believed to have been the change from extensive forest to more open habitats which began eight million years ago. Some researchers have hypothesized this new habitat with a different diet including acacia trees may have exposed giraffe's ancestors to toxins that caused higher mutation rates and a higher rate of evolution. The giraffe was one of many species first described by Carl Linnaeus in the year 1758. He gave it the binomial name Service Camel Pardalis. Morton Thrain Brunick classified the genus Giraffa in the year 1772. In the early 19th century, Jean Baptiste Lamarck believed the giraffe's long neck was an acquired characteristic 
developed as generations of ancestral giraffes, strive to reach the level, the leaves of tall trees. This theory was eventually rejected, and scientists now believe the giraffe's neck arose through Darwinian natural selection, that ancestral giraffes with long necks thereby had a competitive advantage that better enabled them to reproduce and pass on their genes. There are up to nine species of giraffe recognized as of the year 2010. The first, the Nubian giraffe, G.C. camelpardalis, the nominate subspecies, is found in eastern South Sudan and southwestern Ethiopia. Sadly, fewer than 250 are thought to remain in the wild, although this number is uncertain. The Nubian giraffe is rare in captivity, although a group is kept at Alin Zoo in the United Arab Emirates. In 2003, the group at the zoo numbered 14. The next subspecies of giraffe is the reticulated giraffe, G.C. reticulata, also known as the Somali giraffe. It is native to northeastern Kenya, southern Ethiopia, and Somalia and an estimate no more than 5,000 remain in the wild. And based on International Species Information System records, more than 450 are kept in zoos. The Angolan giraffe, G.C. Angolanus, or the Nambian giraffe, is found in northern Namibia, southwestern Zambia, Botswana, and western Zimbabwe. A 2009 genetic study on this subspecies suggests the northern Namib Desert and Etosha National Park populations form a separate subspecies. It is estimated that no more than 20,000 remain in the wild, and approximately 20 are kept in zoos. The Cordafan giraffe, G.C. Anticorum, has a distribution which includes southern Chad, the Central African Republic, northern Cameroon, and northeastern Congo. Populations in Cameroon were formerly included in G.C. Peralta 
but this was incorrect. No more than 3,000 Cordofan giraffes are believed to remain in the wild. Considerable confusion has existed over the status of the subspecies and G.C. Peralta ensues. In 2007, all alleged G.C. Peralta in European zoos were in fact shown to be Cordofan giraffes. With this correction, about 65 Cordofan giraffes are kept in zoos. The Maasai giraffe, G.C. Tipple-Skirchi, also known as the Kilimanjaro giraffe, can be found in central and southern Kenya and Tanzania. No more than 40,000 are thought to remain in the wild, and about 100 are kept in zoos. The Rothschild's giraffe, G.C. Rothschildy, named for Walter Rothschild, is also called the Beringo or Uganda giraffe. Its range includes parts of Uganda and Kenya. Its presence in South Sudan is uncertain. Sadly, fewer than 700 are believed to remain in the wild and more than 450 are kept in zoos. The South African giraffe, G.C. giraffa, is found in northern South Africa, southern Maswana, southern Zimbabwe, and southwestern Mozambique. Less than 12,000 are estimated to remain in the wild, and around 45 are kept in zoos. The Rhodesian giraffe, G.C. Thornicrofty, named for Harry Scott Thornicroft, is also called the Rhodesian giraffe. It is restricted to the Luagua Valley in eastern Zambia. No more than 1,500 remain in the wild, with none kept in zoos. And finally, the West African giraffe, G.C. Peralta, also the Niger or Nigerian giraffe, is endemic to southwestern Niger. Sadly, fewer than 220 individuals remain in the wild. Giraffes in Cameroon were formerly believed to belong to the subspecies but are actually G.C. Antiquorum. 
This error resulted in some confusion over its status in zoos. But in 2007, it was established that all G.C. Peralta giraffes kept in European zoos are actually G.C. antiquorums. Giraffe subspecies are distinguished by their coat patterns. The reticulated and Maasai giraffes represent the two extremes of giraffe patch shape. The reticulated has neatly shaped patches, while the Maasai giraffe has jagged ones. The width of the lines separating the patches also differ. The West African giraffe has thick lines, while the Nubian and reticulated giraffes have thin ones. The Nubian and reticulated giraffes also has a lighter pelage than the other subspecies. A 2007 study on the genetics of six subspecies, the West African, the Rothschilds, the Reticulated, the Maasai, the Angolan, and the South African giraffe, suggests they may, in fact, be separate species. The study deduced from the genetic drift in nuclear and myocardial DNA that giraffes from these populations are reproducibly isolated and rarely interbreed through no natural obstacle block to their mutual access. This includes adjacent populations of Rothschilds, reticulated, and Maasai giraffes. The Maasai giraffe may also consist of a few species separated by the Rift Valley. Reticulated and Maasai giraffes have the highest mitochondrial DNA diversity, which is consistent with the fact that giraffes originated in Eastern Africa. Populations further north evolved from the former, while those to the south from the latter. Giraffes appear to select mates of the same coat type, which are imprinted on them as calves. The implications of these findings for the conservation of giraffes were summarized by the BBC News Lumping all giraffes into one species obscures the reality that some kinds of giraffes are on the brink. Some of these populations number only a few hundred individuals and need immediate protection. The West African giraffe 
is more closely related to the Rothschilds and reticulated giraffes than to the Cordofan giraffe. Its ancestor may have migrated from eastern to northern Africa and then to its current range with the development of the Sahara Desert. At its largest, Lake Chad may have acted as a barrier between West Africa and Cordofan giraffes during the Holocene. Fully grown, giraffes stand 5 to 6 meters or 16 to 20 feet tall with males taller than females. The average weight of 1,600 kilograms or 3,500 pounds for an adult male and 830 kilograms or 1,800 pounds for an adult female. Despite its long neck and legs, the giraffe's body is relatively short. Located at both sides of his head, the giraffe's large bulging eyes give it good all-around vision from its great height. Giraffes see in color and their senses of hearing and smell are also sharp. The animal can close its muscular nostril to protect against sandstorm and ants. The giraffe's prehensile tongue is about 50 centimeters or 20 inches long. It is purplish black in color, perhaps to protect against sunburn, and is useful for grasping foliage, as well as for grooming and cleaning the animal's nose. The upper lip of the giraffe is also prehensile and is useful when foraging. The lips, tongue, and inside of the mouth are covered in papillae to protect them against thorns. The coat has dark blotches or patches, which can be orange, chestnut, brown, or nearly black in color, separated by light hair, usually white or cream in color. Male giraffes become darker as they age. The coat pattern serves as camouflage, allowing it to blend in the light and shade patterns of savanna woodlands. The skin underneath the dark areas may serve as windows for thermal regulation, being sites for complex blood vessel systems and large sweat glands. Each individual giraffe has a unique coat pattern. The skin of a giraffe is mostly gray. It is also thick and allows it to run through thorn bush without being punctured. 
the fur of a giraffe may serve as a chemical defense as its parasite repellents give the animal a characteristic scent. At least 11 main aromatic chemicals are in the fur. Although indole and 3-methylindole are responsible for most of the smell. Because the males have a stronger order than the females, the order may have sexual function. Along with the animal's neck is a mane made of short, erect hairs, a 1 meter or 3.3 foot tail ends in a long dark tuft of hair and is used as a defense against insects. Both sexes have prominent horn-like structures called ossicones, which are formed from ossified cartilage covered in skin and fused to the skull at the parietal bones. Being vascularized, the ossicones may have a role in thermal regulation and are also used in combat between males. Appearance is a reliable guide to the sex or age of a giraffe. The ossicones of a females and young are thin and display tufts of hair on top, whereas those of adult males end in knobs and tend to be bald on top. Also, a median lump, which is more prominent in males, occurs at the front of the skull. Males develop calcium deposits that form bumps on their skulls as they age. A giraffe skull is lightened by multiple sinuses. However, as males age, their skulls become heavier and more club-like, helping them become more dominant in combat. The upper jaw has a grooved palate and lacks front teeth. The giraffe's molars have a rough surface. Believe it or not, the front and back legs of a giraffe are about the same length. The radius and ulna of the front legs are articulated by the carpus, which, while structurally equivalent to the human wrist, functions as a knee. The foot of the giraffe reaches a diameter of 30 centimeters or 12 inches, and the hoof is 15 centimeters or 5.9 inches high in males and 10 centimeters or 3.9 inches in females. 
The rear of each hoof is low and the fetlock is close to the ground, allowing the foot to support the animal's weight. Giraffes lack dew claws and interdigital glands. The giraffe's pelvis, though relatively short, has an ilium that is outspread at the upper ends. Interestingly, the giraffe has only two gates, walking and galloping. Walking is done by moving the legs on one side of the body at the same time, then doing the same on the other side. When galloping, the hind legs move around the front legs before the latter move forward and the tail will curl up. The animal relies on the forward and backward motions of its head and neck to maintain balance and the counter momentum while galloping. The giraffe can reach a sprint speed of up to 60 kilometers an hour or 37 miles per hour and can sustain 50 kilometers per hour or 31 miles per hour for several kilometers. A giraffe rests by lying with its body on top of its folded legs. To lie down, the animal kneels on its front legs and then lowers the rest of its body. To get back up, it first gets on its knees and spreads its hind legs to raise up its hind quarters. It then straightens its front legs. With each step, the animal swings its head. The giraffe sleeps intermittently around 4.6 hours per 24-hour day, mostly at night. It usually sleeps lying down. However, standing sleeps have been recorded, particularly in older individuals. Intermittent short, deep sleep phases while lying are characterized by the giraffe's bending its neck backwards and resting its head on the hip or thigh, a position believed to indicate paradoxical sleep. If the giraffe wants to bend down to drink, it either spreads its front legs or bends its knees. Giraffes would probably not be competent swimmers as their long legs would be highly cumbersome in the water, although they could possibly float. When swimming, their thorax would be weighted down by the front legs, making it difficult for the animal to move its neck and legs in harmony 
or keep its head above the surface. The giraffe has an extremely elongated neck, which can be up to 2 meters or 6 feet 7 inches in length, accounting for much of the animal's vertical height. The long neck results from a disproportionate lengthening of the cervical vertebrae, not from the addition of more vertebrae. Each cervical vertebrae is over 28 centimeters or 11 inches long. They comprise roughly 54% of the length of the giraffe's vertebral column compared to the 33% typical of similar large ungulates including the giraffe's closest living relative, the okapi. This elongation largely takes place after birth, as giraffe mothers would have a difficult time giving birth to young with the same neck proportions as adults. The giraffe's head and neck are held up by large muscles and a nuchal ligament, which are anchored by long dorsal spines on the anterior thoracic vertebrae, giving the animal a hump. The giraffe's neck vertebrae have ball and socket joints. In particular, the atlas access joint, referred to as C1 and C2, allow the animal to tilt its head vertically and reach more branches with their tongue. The point of articulation between the cervical and thoracic vertebrae of giraffes is shifted to lie between the first and second thoracic vertebrae, T1 and T2. Unlike most other ruminants, where the articulation is between the seventh cervical vertebrae, C7, and thoracic one, T1. This allows C7 to contribute directly to increased neck length and has given rise to the suggestion that T1 is actually C8 and that giraffes have added an extra cervical vertebrae. However, as interesting as this sounds, this proposition is not generally accepted. As T1 has other morphological features, such as articulating rib, deemed diagnostic of thoracic vertebrae, and because exceptions to the mammalian limit of seven cervical vertebrae are generally characterized by increased neurological anomalies 
and maladies. There are two main hypotheses regarding the evolutionary origin and maintenance of elongation in giraffe necks. The competing browser hypothesis was originally suggested by Charles Darwin himself and only challenged recently. It suggests that competitive pressures from smaller browsers such as Kudu, Stenbach, and Impalas encouraged the elongation of the neck as it enabled giraffes to reach food that competitors could not. This advantage is real as giraffes can and do feed up to four and a half meters or 15 feet high while even quite large competitors, such as kudu, can only feed up to about two meters, or six and a half feet high. There is also research suggesting that browsing competition is intense at lower levels, and giraffes feed more efficiently, by this meaning gaining more leaf biomass with each mouthful high in the canopy. However, scientists disagree about just how much time giraffes spend feeding at levels beyond the reach of other browsers. And a 2010 study found that adult giraffes with longer necks actually suffered higher mortality rates under drought conditions than their shorter neck counterparts. This study suggests that maintaining a longer neck requires more nutrients, which puts longer neck giraffes at risk during a food shortage. The other main theory, the sexual selection hypothesis, proposes that the long necks evolved as a secondary sexual characteristics, giving males an advantage in necking contests to establish dominance and obtain access to sexually receptive females. In support of this theory, necks are longer and heavier for males than females of the same age. And the males do not employ other forms of combat. However, one objection is that it fails to explain why female giraffes also have long necks. Giraffes usually inhabit savannas, grasslands, 
and open woodlands. They prefer Acacia, Comophora, Combrentrium, and open Terminalia woodlands over denser environments. The Angolan giraffe can be found in desert environments. Giraffes browse on the twigs of trees, preferring trees of acacia, which are important source of calcium and protein to sustain the, gra the giraffe's growth rate. They also feed on shrubs, grass, and fruit. A giraffe eats around 34 kilograms or 75 pounds of foliage a day. When stressed, giraffes may chew the bark off branches. Although herbivores, the giraffe has been known to visit the carcasses and lick dried meat off the bones. During the wet season, food is abundant and giraffes are more spread out. While during the dry season, they gather around the remaining evergreen trees and bushes. Mothers tend to feed in open areas, presumably to make it easier to detect predators, although this may reduce their feeding efficiency. As a ruminant, the giraffe first chews its food, then swallows it for processing, and then visibly passes the half-digested cud up the neck and back into the mouth to chew again. It is common for a giraffe to salivate while feeding. The giraffe requires less food than many other herbivores because the foliage it eats has more concentrated nutrients and it has a more efficient digestive system. The animal's feces come in the form of small pellets. When it has access to water, a giraffe drinks at intervals no longer than three days. Giraffes have a great effect on the trees that they feed on. Delaying the growth of young trees for some years and giving waistlines to trees that are too tall. Feeding is at its highest during the first and at last hours of daytime. Between these hours, giraffes mostly stand and ruminate. Rumination is the dominant activity during the night when it is mostly done lying down. While giraffes are usually found in groups, the composition of these groups tends to be open and ever-changing. They have few strong social bonds and aggregations, 
usually change members every few hours. For research purposes, a group has been defined as a collection of individuals that are less than a kilometer apart and moving in the same general direction. The number of giraffes in a group can range up to 32 individuals. The most stable giraffe groups are those made of mothers and their young, which can last for weeks or months. Social cohesion in these groups is maintained by the bond formed between the calves. Mixed sex groups made up of adult females and young males are also known to occur. Sub-adult males are particularly social and will engage in play fights. However, as they get older, males become more solitary. Giraffes are not territorial, but they have their home ranges. Male giraffes occasionally wander far from areas they normally frequent. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.